0: You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. For nearly 10 years, Rewritten has been working to improve the quality of life for young people who are living with the burden of an absent father. To fill the void left by their fathers, young people will often turn to drugs to feel good, promiscuity to feel loved, and gangs to belong. Rewritten, based in San Bernardino, believes it doesn't have to be that way, and they're hosting their first annual 5K in downtown San Bernardino one week from today on Sunday, June 12th. Joining me today is Frank Perez, CEO for Rewritten, thank you for being here
2: thank you for having me
0: well, tell us what is the mission of rewritten yes
2: yeah, so ultimately we, we believe that no young person should have to carry the burden of an absent father alone and so what we do is we come alongside these young people to help fill those gaps and those voids by providing academic mentoring and scholarship support in a variety of ways so all of our programs fall under that umbrella
0: and who do you serve
2: We serve youth from six years old up to young adult, which is about 23 years old. So, from elementary to college age.
0: What types of programs do you offer at Rewritten?
2: We have three different sort of umbrellas, which is our mentoring, academic, and scholarship support. In our mentoring programs, we have programs like ROADS, which is a goal-oriented program, which is where we sit down with participants and strategize how to achieve a variety of academic and personal goals. And so we'll work with them on things that would help them achieve that. And then once they set that goal, we work with them to achieve that goal. And then after they set this goal, if they don't achieve it or do achieve it, we sit with them and sort of work through what worked to help them achieve that goal and what didn't work. And then we re-strategize with them. And so that's the idea behind ROADS. That's one of our mentoring programs. Within our academic umbrella, we have Upper Hand, which is an academic tutoring and support program, which is where we assess the young people, the participants in English, math, science, and what's the other one? There's one more subject. There's four core subjects. But so we assess them in these different subjects. And then once we are done assessing them, we develop a customized tutoring support program for each individual participant. And what that program does, it allows us to see where they rank locally and then on a national level as well. And so we work with them to try to get them into that 90 percentile within a national ranking. And so that's one of our academic programs. And then our scholarship, we have a national scholarship and mentoring program where we award scholarships, along with mentoring support to young people locally and nationally. So that is something that we launched two years ago during the pandemic, and that has gone really well. And so we've continued to provide that support in that program. And so those are just three of the some of the different programs that we provide to the young people that we support.
0: Now, the last time you were here, you told us about a program you have in which you pair young people with older people who are in nursing homes or retirement homes. And I think that's a really neat thing that you're doing. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, so that falls under our mentoring, and that's our Better to Give program. And that's where we want our young people to not just learn how to receive, but how to give, regardless of their situation or their circumstance, that they always have something to provide and something to offer. And so one of the things that we've done, and we hope to begin to do again shortly, as we come away from a lot of the regulations, but we've gone into convalescent homes and our young people are savvy with technology. They know how to FaceTime, they know how to text, and they know how to use phones. And a lot of the elderly people in the convalescent homes or the senior citizen complexes, they don't know how to use their technology very well and so they struggle to be able to use it. And for a lot of them it's the only way that they can communicate to their loved ones who oftentimes don't live nearby or mm-hmm. close enough to come visit them regularly. And so we've had our young people come in and show them how to use their technology so they how to FaceTime, show them how to text, show them how to post something on on the social media platforms. And so the first time we did that was a few years ago, probably about four or five years ago, and the kids lit up and the people in the convalescent homes lit up. And there was this sort of, it was interesting to see these 80, 90 year olds sitting with 10 year olds, 12 year olds, 15 year olds, and just the beauty of that combination of these different generations coming together and these older people having all of this sort of insight and wisdom and, and relationships and how to communicate with each other in person, meet these young people who are developing these skill sets that where they can communicate through technology and seeing those two worlds come together was actually really beautiful. And so that is our Better to Give program. So that's one of the things that we've done. We do community cleanup days through that program where they will take the older ones and have them do tutoring for the younger ones. So it's just the idea behind Better to Give is that there's a reward in that, too. And it's not just about receiving.
0: I feel like that creates a different kind of family, too.
2: Yes, it does, definitely. I think for these young people, in terms of their relationship within their family, they begin to realize, like, even in the brokenness of their home, that there is something that they can do to help fill the gaps themselves as well, with their fathers being absent and the void and the burden that that presents. And so when they are exposed to these opportunities to give back in the community— they then take that and apply it in their home life and in their family life. And that restoration begins to happen there too within that.
0: I'm speaking with Frank Perez, CEO of Rewritten. How would you say that Rewritten is impacting participants and their families?
2: I would say so. One of our ultimate goals is to provide healing and restoration. And so because that burden, you don't want to just sort of come alongside and, and help carry it. You want healing to begin to happen. And so what we've seen is that through the variety of programs that we've provided and that we offer and the different ways we try to fill the gaps, that there's healing and restoration that's beginning to happen, not just in their own individual lives. And so that's the main thing, because then once that healing and restoration begins to happen in themselves, they then begin to provide that within their family structure and so we see relationships with mothers begin to get healed relationships with siblings begin to get healed and even relationships with their fathers who are absent who some they will never see again and have never seen again and some of their fathers have passed and so they won't have an opportunity to see them again but there's forgiveness that they've been able Mm. to extend to their fathers and as a result there's a restoration that begins to happen and and they begin to thrive and so as an individual they begin to thrive and their family unit begins to thrive again and so while that brokenness is there indefinitely that doesn't mean that they have to live within that brokenness that they begin to live in within a a space of healing and restoration and so so we've seen it and we've seen Academics begin to improve, behavior begins to improve. Like I mentioned before, relationships with mothers, relationships with authority figures. That's one of the big things that they struggle with from police officers to teachers, to anyone that seems to be an authority figure, a store manager. So we begin to see that there's this level of respect for that authority figure, whether it's their mother, whether it's their teacher, whether it's a police officer. So that's within themselves, the family, and then it bleeds over into the community is what we begin to see. And have
0: seen. And give us some examples of how individuals have become successful because of their participation in Rewritten.
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm just thinking of one young man right now who came to us when he was, I think, 13 or 14. Very broken situation, single mom, uh, had an older sister, younger sister, lots of behavioral issues. And he began to go through a lot of the different programs that we provide and develop relationships with myself and the other team members. And now he is 24, I believe. So 10 years later with a bachelor's degree in business. Wow. Working in Silicon Valley and thriving and doing really well. And on top of that, he's been a monthly supporter of Rewritten for the past, I believe, four years. As a college student, he signed up to give back to the organization. And so it's a prime example of better to give, really sort of, manifesting is, is the fruits of that. In addition, he has a, a healthy relationship with his mother now, and he's also begun to heal his his uh, relationship with his father and has begun to communicate with him more regularly. And so there's healing there, there's restoration, and there's Uh, success, monetary success, which isn't the most important thing, but it is another fruit of the the labor and the impact of our program. And so, and that's just one young man. There's many stories just like that. We have another young man who's in college right now uh, who wants to be a police officer. We have a young lady who's now in the beauty industry uh, doing hair and nail. So the stories go on and on. I can just, I can mention Mm -hmm. many, but that just, that's one that sticks out because of the level Of impact that that has had in his life.
0: I'm speaking with Frank Perez, CEO of Rewritten. What do you think makes Rewritten unique and an organization that stands out from others?
2: So I think, not I believe, and I know ultimately, you know, we are a faith-based organization. So everything we do is Christ-centered. And so while we try to fill the gaps of an absent father, ultimately the fatherhood of God is what we point our young people to, because that's what's going to provide the ultimate healing provide the ultimate restoration and so we are an avenue and a vessel for that every program is carefully thought through and prayed through and how do we point these young people to a father that will never abandon them that will never Mm -hmm. leave them that will never forsake them and in addition to that that will love them unconditionally because that's where it will happen that's where the the restoration the healing the success the monetary the spiritual the emotional success will happen as a result of that and so That's what sets us apart, ultimately. The homework help is important, the uh, programs are important, the assessments are important, the college applications, all of that are important. But without that foundational piece of pointing these young people to the fatherhood of God, I don't believe we would have the success that we do have.
0: Your first annual 5K is coming up one week from today. Tell us about that.
2: Yes. So this is a first, it seems like on many levels, it looks like uh, downtown San Bernardino has never hosted some sort of race or 5K or 10K in the streets of downtown. So this will be a first on many levels. First for us. So it's our 10th year anniversary officially this year. So we were just thinking through a variety of ways to re-engage our supporters, our community, and something we've never done before, and to challenge ourselves a little bit more than we've already been challenged over the last Uh uh, 10 years. And so that's what this race is about. It's about getting the community to rally around the work that we do, the young people that we support, and the community that we're in. Downtown San Bernardino is slowly coming back and there's healing and restoration happening in the streets of downtown San Bernardino. And so we want to be a part of that. And so that's what this is about. It's three, four, four, five-fold. It's about our participants. It's about the organization. It's about the community. It's about the families. It's about a lot of things coming together and ultimately continuing in that vein of, of healing and restoration within ourselves and, and within our communities
0: what do we need to know about when and where and signing up
2: so you can go to rewritten org and you can register there registration is $65 and you can register as far as up to two days before the Thursday as uh, when we will be closing registration every registration gets a medal for participating and a running shirt one of those nice dry fit running shirts so uh, and a little swag bag with uh, a few pieces of stuff in there. And then we will have two winner swag bags, one for uh, the female uh, winner and then one for the male winner. And that's pretty much it as far as registration.
0: We are looking forward to this. We have a couple members of our staff here at Odyssey who are going to be participating. What time do we need to be there?
2: So check-in begins at 7:15 a.m. The plan is to have everyone checked in and processed by 8.15, and the starting uh, of the race will begin at 8.30 promptly.
0: And is there an age limit?
2: There is no age limit. No, there is not. And anyone 5 and under who wants to participate is free.
0: And tell us again where we can go to sign up?
2: At rewritten.org.
0: And are you still in need of sponsors or volunteers?
2: Yes, so if anyone's interested in volunteering, they can do that, or also sponsors. And they can find all that information on our website as well. Or they can shoot us an email at info at And are
0: there other ways to support the 5K and Rewritten?
2: Uh, yes, please share on social media. If you go on to our uh, Rewritten Official, which is our Instagram or our Facebook page, Rewritten, or Twitter, which I believe is Rewritten Official as well. But all those are linked through our website, so feel free to go on there and reshare share and spread the word.
0: I've been speaking with Frank Perez, CEO of Rewritten. Tell us again how we can contact you and participate in what Rewritten is doing, not just the 5K, but beyond that.
2: Yeah, so you can go to rewritten.org and there's tabs on there to submit your information if you would like to volunteer for any of our programs or any of the events that we are doing or get involved and possibly donate. There's options for that to support uh, monetarily. And then you can also shoot us uh, an email at the info at rewritten.org. Or, and then also on our website, our phone number is on there as well, and people can call us directly.
0: And is there anything else you want us to know?
2: I know that we appreciate our time here and our opportunity to share what we do, and we are looking forward to this 5K, and we hope to see you all there.
0: We are looking forward to it as well. Thank you so much for coming in today, and we hope you have a very successful event.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it.